Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is April 10th. 1998. What do you think? Easter coming up. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Ham. I love ham. Ham. It's my favorite Easter thing. Yeah. You love ham, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Honey glazed. Honey glazed ham. From uh, Dearborn Ham. Dearborn Farms or whatever, right? Well, I mean, that is the best. That's a local. That's a local reference, everyone. Dearborn Ham. Dearborn's a city (laughs) in Michigan. Yeah. I don't think they do that nationally. I don't think that's a national thing. I don't know, though. I don't know. I mean, just like uh, Fago. Yeah, well, apparently the insane clown posse has made Fago a little bit more known oh, yeah. outside of the Michigan area, but that is a Michigan pop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we call it pop. Yes, we do. Or soda. <laughs> anyway, uh, but speaking of pop, we watched an episode of 90210. That fizzled. <laughs> oh my goodness! It was, it was. I don't know. There, it was sporadically interesting. Maybe is the best way to put it. Uh, I mean, it wasn't as bad as last week, but uh, oh god, no! My funny Valentine. Yeah, it, it's all about these different relationships because of Valentine's Day, right? And it just brings to light how fucked up. All these people are. Oh, my God. They're so fucked up. Like, every one of them. But, like, Donna is in bed, refusing to get out of bed for days, apparently, because she's depressed after what she went through, which is understandable. Is this post-traumatic stress disorder, or is this just stress disorder? I mean, just stress. It's just trauma. It's a normal reaction to trauma. It has to... You have to have symptoms that last a lot longer than a few days to be considered a disorder so she's just recovering yeah so but makes sense. but you know staying in bed for several days it's it's enough now yeah you know, get up i get it get up <laughs> claire's trying to get her out of bed david's trying to get her out of bed he brings her like a million valentine's day things which here's is... all your valentine's day gifts here's some flowers some chocolates he's got whatever he's like i bought you sterling roses she's like oh no <laughs> he i got brought... you chocolates a rat <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were balloons. Like the, he had a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. I think he had some kind of fruit too. So yeah, he was he was definitely uh, trying to cover all the bases, but she was nagging up. Oh my god, she looked like she looked like that uh, commercial uh, from I don't know, like a few years ago, where um, that girl smoking pot and uh, uh, she's all flat. On the couch, have you seen that one? No, she's like she's lying I don't on. Think so. she, it looks like she's been. It looks like she's been run over by a uh, like what cement the, roller? Yeah, steam the, truck? the tune the tune guy from yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, like she's been run over like that, and she's laying there on the couch, and someone's like, "Oh, she's she's been like this every time uh, she uh, she smoked pot or started smoking pot." Mm-hmm. It's sad, really. Which it's funny because there's pot in this episode. Oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, it's sad, you know. So, but that's what she looks like on the bed. She's just like, ah, uh, <laughs> Yeah, she she's not doing well. So David says, you know, he hopes that she'll come to the Peach Pit because they're having the Valentine's Day party concert yeah. thing. The after dark. 
with special guest star, the king of romance, Luther Vandross. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. Oh, yeah? Did you enjoy it? I think he's fine. No. Oh. Did you enjoy his singing in this episode, though? He has a nice voice. I don't, I don't know if it was worth it to have him in this episode for the five minutes he's in the episode. <laughs> right. But And to give him the completely lame excuse as to why he's in this episode. Because he fixed, uh, or no, because uh, David's, David's dad fixed. World famous orthodontist, Mr. Silver. Right. Fixed his teeth. Yeah. He had a toothache before a concert. Emergency. And he never sent him a bill. Must be nice to be fucking rich. Right? And famous. Just get shit done and no one sends you a bill. Oh, I just did it for free. It's just so I can brag that I fixed Luther Vandross's uh, uh, tooth. Right. But yeah, so uh, he's like, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this this favor for you, David, because your dad did me a solid. (laughs) Or whatever he says. I can't do Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross has a very... Silky smooth voice. <laughs> I can't I can't do it. He's a very good singer though. Yeah. I mean, he's he's especially good for what he sings, which is like um uh what's the word I'm looking for? Easy listening yeah, romantic song. But not uh not not blues. Um it's not kind of jazz. Pop? Also no, it's not pop. Uh, I mean, it's not gospel, although he does some gospel. It's not jazz, although it's kind of jazz. It's like smooth jazz, like smooth jazz. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's perfect for that. <laughs> you know, like Isaac Hayes would do that to, you know, sing that kind of stuff too. And sure. Marvin Gaye even, you know. Okay, I know Marvin Gaye. Um, Teddy Pendergrass, you know, all that stuff. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but he's fine. He does... Just like every time they have a special musical guest, he does a mini concert. They they have him do an unbroken song, and then they break up one of his other songs. Like, why do they keep getting all these celebrities in these episodes, though? It's kind of, like, weird, and it it's, seems wasteful. I don't know if it's they're trying to... I don't think... I don't think they're trying to sell the show anymore. I don't think they're trying to get new, new, I almost said listeners. <laughs> it's not uh, our show. I don't think they're trying to get new viewers anymore, necessarily. I think it's more like, hey, this will make us cool. Okay. Let's show everyone how cool we are, who the people we can get to come on our show. That makes sense. It's like in 1994 when David Letterman went on Conan's show. Right. You remember that? Vaguely. Conan O'Brien was uh, newly, it was the first year we did the uh, our show. Conan O'Brien's show was new. He uh, he was untested. His show was doing very poorly in the ratings. He was getting killed every night uh, by critics and stuff like that and everything. And it looked very much like his show was going to get canceled. And then David Letterman called up Conan O'Brien's show. He worked at a different network at the time, still does, CBS, uh, and this was NBC, and he called up Conan's people and was like, hey, I want to go on. And this was when, like, David Letterman was the biggest late night star. He was a huge celebrity. He hosted the Oscars that, that year, and he never went on anyone else's show. Like, he didn't appear on other people's shows, but he called and, uh... 
I remember Conan O'Brien told this story and, and he was like, I thought it was a prank. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> I was convinced that it must be. But he said, hey, you know, is it okay? I want to be a guest on your show. So they booked him and he came on and, and uh, they joked back and forth and stuff. And Conan said, like, from that night on, like, everything changed. That's awesome. Like, my confidence changed. You know, uh, people started to, to uh, like, kind of grow the sh- onto the show more. Like, you know, warm up to the show. And, yeah, so. yeah. Very cool. Anyway, back to worst television, 90210. Right. Um, so Donna is dragged out of bed by Claire, I believe. Well, kind <laughs> of. She's like, you know, come on. You got to fucking uh, we'll go, do something. We'll go do, like, makeovers. We'll get facials. We'll go shopping. But she even kind of refuses that. Yeah. But she was up. She was, like, in the bathroom or whatever when the guy came. She was starting to, yeah. So, I don't know. I, maybe she was going to go out. I don't know. But all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door, mm-hmm. and it's the fucking firefighter from Bambi. Cliff, and I can't remember his last name, but... I remembered it because it's, it's Cliff's also from Dawson's Creek. But um, <laughs> he always uses his full name. Jaeger. Cliff Jaeger. Yeah. Jaeger bomb. What a fucking, like, what a weird name. Cliff Jaeger. That is weird. And he always uses his full name. Hi, I'm Cliff Jaeger. Like Claire <laughs> answers the door. Hi, it's Cliff Jaeger. <laughs> that is he weird. Answer, he answers his card. Firefighter of the stars. And uh, she's like, oh. Uh, hold on one second. And Tori, or I almost called her Tori Spelling. Uh, what's her name? Donna. Donna says, oh, my God, give me a minute. I got to get ready. And so, like, all of a sudden, she wants to get up. She wants to go out. Right. So She's totally energized. Yeah, she puts on makeup, gets dressed, and goes out with this guy. Apparently, David did not fuck Chloe, by the way. I mean, yet, I think, right. is the operative word at this point. Right. But that's not... it's. It's, it, but no one ever says anything about it, so I, I think it's, it didn't happen. Right. I don't know why he wasn't responding to phone calls, but whatever. I don't know. I mean, maybe he was just busy. Yeah, I guess. Not everybody's busy. like hangs yeah. out by their phone all day, you know? Right. But anyway, so yeah, she goes out with him to like, oh, hey, I want to take you out for a walk and stuff. And yeah, that's, they just go for a walk and talk, which it's kind of intimate, really. It um, is. And, he actually, he, I mean, he lets her know he's interested, like, mm-hmm. right up front. And she says, I have, a, I have she almost says, unfortunately, <laughs> I have a boyfriend. And he's like, okay. He's like, yeah, I figured, you, you know, you, you wouldn't stay single for long. And he was like, you're not engaged, are you? And she says, no. And he's like, well, good, then I'm still in the game. I still got a chance. Which seems kind of pushy. Yeah, and also, like... That, how do you know the nature of their relationship? Maybe that's not okay. Right. Uh, I mean, it's not. No. I mean, it, uh, some people it would be okay. You could date multiple people at once for some, right. for some people. Uh, other people, they don't like that shit. You and I are more, I think, more of the type that, I don't know, serial monogamous or whatever. Yeah, there's no way in hell that I would be like, yeah, cool, let's date other people. Right. I would cut a bitch. <laughs> I've seen it, folks. Don't tempt her. <laughs> don't send. Don't send me notes right. saying how much you love me or whatever. I mean, how much you love the funny uh, little things I say, but <laughs> you know, not anything else. Uh, anyway, so 
because she will find you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's like, now, do you think this is, let's focus on him for a second. Okay. He came from, I think, Louisiana sure. is where he was at. Uh, and and uh, now he's back in L.A. because he, he couldn't stand being away from her. Was their relationship that serious? No, they only went out a couple times. Right. He's like, oh, I dated all kinds of people, but you're the one. Right, exactly. So I'm telling you, like, she must admit a fucking pheromone. <laughs> I, like, it's the virgin pheromone or something. I, guess. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so he. Let's look at, like I said, let's look at him first before we look at her. He moves back here, says, you know, whatever. She's like, I has a, have a boyfriend. And then he continues as he continues. Is he. Is this creepy? Mm-hmm. Is this romantic? Is it like, what is this? I mean, she seems to think it's romantic, which I guess is what really matters. But based on the limited amount of time that they had spent together, the fact that he would move for her is uh-huh. crazy without even knowing if she's willing to date him. Yeah. Like, I wanted it to be a surprise, he said. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Yeah, I think it's pretty creepy. And I think what he's doing is disrespectful. Yeah. The way he's like, he's causing problems in a relationship. Like, he wouldn't want this done to him. Of course not. So, I don't think he should be doing it to David. I mean, nobody would want this done to them. She's out on a date with mm-hmm. a dude. I mean, just because she didn't kiss him doesn't make it okay. He kisses her on the cheek. Yeah. And it seemed, like you said, it seemed like a pretty intimate kiss. Uh, I mean, as far as a cheek kiss can go. Right. But then, and it was an intimate walk for sure. They were talking about, they weren't just talking about like, hey, nice to see you, or whatever, right. we're old friends. Check know, out kind of the thing. flowers. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, and, and she jumped out of bed for mm-hmm. him. Well, that when, comes back. <laughs> when she wouldn't move for her boyfriend. So she's being really inappropriate. She is like this is the first time that I can recall being really pissed off at her, but I am. She's she's not okay right now. Right. But yeah, because like this guy walks her back to her house, and then it just so happens that David's coming at that exact same time yep. and sees them walk up. Yep. And he's like, "Uh, you must be the fireman." He's like, "You must be the boyfriend." And right. It's not not good. And they get into a staring contest. And, like, David lets her know, like, his feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I I, don't know that I could forgive her. Like, because she wouldn't get out of bed for him and she did for this guy. And he brings it up immediately. Mm-hmm. It's been several days of this, too. Yeah. So. Like, oh, you got right out of bed for him. Looks like you're feeling better. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah. I mean, I... I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to come back from that. I don't think oh, that. That's a big strike to the ego. Well, yeah, because it's like, oh, he was worth it, huh? Yeah, yeah. And he showed up with all the stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was trying so hard to be sweet. I know. He was doing a good job. Uh, she just doesn't appreciate him. So she's like, "Hey, I'll see you at the Peach Pit after dark." Mm-hmm. And he's like, eh, "Okay, yeah, whatever." And so, but she does show up. And they, the fireman's not there. No. But they, they, you know, they, they can hang out a little bit. He's working mostly. Right. Yeah, he's working, uh, helping out Chloe, who is the opening act for Luther Vandross. 
Yeah. How'd that happen? Like, seriously, like, she's just a girl who gave him a mixtape, and now, you know, she's all up his butt and getting all this stuff. Right, exactly. So He really likes her. She she has a decent voice, the, yeah. the actress or wh- whomever they're dubbing her right. voice over with. I don't, know if, I don't know if the actress is actually singing or if it's somebody else, but whoever they have singing has a decent voice. She's cute, too. Not blow you away, but eh, she's all right. She's very stick-like. Okay. But she's got a cute face. Like, yeah, she's uh. all right. So, I don't know. How did they end up in this fight, though? Because they end up in a fight at the end of the night. So, they start talking, and basically David brings it up. He's like, look, you know, my feelings are hurt. Oh, yeah, because she was going to go home, and he didn't yeah. want her to go home yet. Yeah. That's what, I, like, she was bailing on him, basically. Yeah. Yeah, then he said his feelings were hurt. Yeah, and he's like, you know, we need to talk about this and, and everything. And and that, you know, she was like, look, there was, I didn't know he was coming. Uh, you know, He didn't I, know I had a boyfriend. I wasn't thinking about him or anything. That's what she was saying before. And he's like, meh, well, you know, uh, he basically he implies that maybe she knew or that she was thinking about him or whatever. Right. That she was con- continually she, pining for him. Well, he said he thought that well, the reason she was trying to get rid of him and not getting out of bed was oh, because yeah. she knew that guy was coming. Now, it's basically, the implication is he doesn't know if he can trust her. Right. He's jealous and he doesn't know if he can trust her. Which, fair, you did cheat on her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a little slack maybe. But, yeah, I mean, she, she should be... But, and the, the the problem is, is she's not being like fully apologetic. She's not being apologetic at all. She she's not taking any responsibility. She wasn't first. I mean, no, she wasn't taking responsibility. You're right. She was being a little apologetic at first when he, you know, busts in on them. Not busts in on them, but but sees them at the apartment. But now at the club, she's completely not being apologetic mm-hmm. at all. She's full on defensive. You're an asshole mode. Which he's not. No. He didn't do anything wrong. And it ends up where she's just like, I'm going home. And Chloe walks up and says, oh, Luther Vandross wants us to join him for a late dinner. Right. And she invited Donna, I think. And Donna's like, she did. I, absolutely not. Yeah, or whatever. She's like, I'm going home. And David's like, I'm in. I'm yeah. free. Let's go. So he's probably going to fuck Chloe tonight. That's my thought. Well, and then, then I think it's the next day. Or I don't think it's later that night. I think it's the next day. Cliff talks to her. And he was like, hey, you know, sorry if I'm, you know, like, sorry if I caused any problems or whatever. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. And, oh, at the peach pit. Yeah, she, she sees, sees him at the peach pit. At the peach pit. She's like, did you come here for, were you following me? Right, yeah. What an ego. <laughs> um, But he's like, oh, you know, like, let's go out you know, whatever, on this day or tomorrow or whatever. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a date. Let's do it. Yeah, she's being very flirty in front of Valerie and Kelly, which weird combination. They're all hanging out. Right. Um, And it's like she forgets, or was it Claire and Kelly? Maybe that makes more sense. I don't know. She forgets that uh, Kelly is David's sister. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Claire and Kelly. Yeah. she She's like flirting the, and she comes back and she's like, yeah, I'm going to go out with him and stuff. And and Kelly's like, uh, what? You know, like, right. she's, like, upset. Yeah, absolutely. Claire's almost like, yeah, whatever, you know, dude, like, live your life, because Claire's also a bad person. <laughs> and Kelly's like, 
uh, yeah, I'm still rooting for David or whatever. Yeah. That's like, and like you said, that's her, I mean, I know they're not biologically related, but that's her brother. Yeah, it's been many, many years their parents have been married. Yeah, and they, you know, they they interact that way. Mm -hmm. They have each other's back. Yeah, I I think she will tattle. (laughs) Right. Because she has no qualms about getting in people's business to begin with. So, yeah, she's going to she's going to stick her nose in. But I don't I like I said, I suspect that David will already have cheated. It, It really felt like a breakup. But in this show, I've noticed a lot of times it feels like the couples break up. But then they'll officially break up later. It's right. like it's yeah, like yeah. you got to have that official "I'm breaking up with you" thing. Exactly. Silly. Um. But yeah. So that's basically how Donna's storyline ends. Donna and David's. Right. And then uh, Steve mm-hmm. and Claire. Yeah. This isn't. This is a short and not, stupid. Not. Yeah. I was gonna say not sweet, but short and stupid. So he's going golfing with a friend, and his friend is like, hey, you know what makes golfing better? Pot. I have <laughs> never heard that in my life. Like, do you, uh, you've golfed. Yes, I have. Do you feel like pot would enhance that experience? Not at all. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that would hurt your game a lot. Right. And, you know, there's that thing that they that people do frisbee golf mm-hmm. i like i like that disc golfing i think that that might be enhanced by pot <laughs> but actual like golfing no you like you need coordination right you know and like yeah i've sometimes people drink every once in a while but even then most of the time people do not get drunk unless you're fucking john daly like sucking down winston's uh, a pack at a time and shotgun and beers on the mm-hmm. golf course uh most people wait to get drunk till after right then at the 19th hole which is what they call the bar because there's 18 holes mm-hmm. uh at the 19th hole then after you're done with your round then you drink a bunch like that's mostly what people do you might have a beer or two or whatever but yeah most people don't get smashed while they're playing golf because that also would hurt you right but they do that and it seems seems like steve enjoys it was this his first time? Yes. Okay. His first time with the devil lettuce. <laughs> I don't know. I think most people, the first time, don't really experience it, don't fully, right. you know. So, well, I would have no knowledge of what it's like to be sure. high on a, a marijuana plant. Of course not. That very illegal substance, of no, course not. I mean, I've never, you know, separated sem- stems and seeds or... <laughs> Made Any homemade bongs. No. <laughs> I've never cored out an apple. Right? Um, I've never used tin foil. <laughs> this dude says, you know what else it really enhances is sex. Yeah. What do you think about that? In your experience, mm-hmm. does no. it enhance no. sex? Not. Absolutely not. Yeah. You? Um. Sometimes it makes me more aroused than I normally would be. But in my opinion, alcohol is what leads more to sex than marijuana. <laughs> because I think I think a lot of times, like, marijuana just does things physically that I think are not great. Yeah, it does a lot of not helpful things. Um, for sex. <laughs> does a lot of like, very helpful things for finishing off a pack of soft batch cookies. For sure. Um, so he's like, here, here's a joint for you. 
Yeah. Like, just, like, why is this guy this pushing pot? Pulling. Yeah, seriously. This, I mean, what is this what rich people do? <laughs> Have drugs for free. It's like a bad after-school special. It's so weird. People are fucking giving David uh, meth. They're giving fucking uh, Steve pot. Right. Know? Just pe- just people just giving drugs away. I mean, at least they made Kelly work for it. Yeah, no sh- <laughs> My God. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway. I forgot about the cocaine. <laughs> forgot about the, uh, I, you can't call it rape, but, because she wasn't. It was close, but. She was, she was willing to give it up. Yeah. She did not put up a fight. She was under the influence, and like, I don't know, it's a very gray situation, because you're holding something that uh, someone really wants and is addicted to over their head, and like, hey, have sex with me for that. That's, it's borderline. Uh, that's, Yeah. It's so weird because her character would never do that now. It's like they just changed her completely. Oh, yeah. She was changed completely when she was with Colin, and now she's back to, you know, yeah. stuck-up press. Whatever. Um. So Steve takes this joint to the Peach Pit After Dark party thing mm-hmm. and tells Claire... Like Luther Vandross has never smoked pot. Come on. Right. But he tells Claire, and she's like, what about me makes you think that I would ever have any desire to smoke any drugs? Right. Like, fair, I guess, but why you gotta be such a bitch? Yeah, seriously. What happened to the Claire that chained herself to a bed or fucked while right. aliens watched? <laughs> she, um, yeah, I mean, like, she's just so, like, der- der- Do you ever wonder, real quick, do you ever wonder if someone starts listening to the show for the first time <laughs> and I just casually reference how uh, Steve and Claire fucked while aliens no, watched? David and Claire. David and Claire fucked while aliens watched. You're right. It was David and Claire. Yeah. God, I forgot she was with David. This is such an incestuous group. It really is. Or if I casually mention the time that Steve saw saw a a, a garbage truck phase through a bus because of an intervention of angels. Yeah. Like, this is shit that happened on this show. (laughs) They they play fast and loose with the uh, rules of physics. Yeah, and reality. Right. So she's like, you know, get rid of it. And then she takes it out of his hand oh, yeah. and hands it back to the guy. Dick. Yeah. So that's a little pushy, a little controlling. Like, Absolutely. I didn't really, like don't get me wrong. I don't want to see Steve turn into a pothead. Oh, and I, Could you imagine blonde Steve pothead? Oh, what's up? He's dumb enough. He, 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 he can't afford the brain cells. No, he would just he would just fuse to the couch, and that would be the end of Steve. Yeah, exactly. He would be the, the, the paper person. But I just think Claire's being a little harsh with him, and I don't like it. Harsh is buzz. But then he goes out and smokes more with this guy. Right, after she said she doesn't like it, because now he's addicted. I'm gonna be mad if they try to make that a storyline. It's like, do oh. we always have to have somebody like off the rails about something? He's a hundred percent gonna get addicted. And <sighs> like, oh, by the way, he fucking. I don't think that any of the writers of this show have ever smoked pot in their life. Oh, absolutely not. I think this was written by just a bunch of dorks that are like, what? What do you think people on the pot are like? At least talk to people who've done it. Like seriously, because yeah, they want them to have. They're, they're using breath mints. Yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, oh come on, you can have it, Steve. Claire, oh, Claire won't like it. That's what they make Bianca, but or whatever, Binaca for. Binaca. 
and uh, or breath mints for. And he's like, oh, you're right, dude. Let's smoke. Smoking marijuana doesn't, like, cause you to have marijuana breath. It's not alcohol. It causes all of you to smell yeah. like pots. Yeah, you take care of your breath. That does you no good. Yeah, your whole, your clothes, everything's covered in pot. Everyone has walked by someone in a store or someplace and it's like, oh, okay, somebody was having a good time. Right. Well, and it makes your eyes all bloodshot. It's very easy to tell when somebody's high. 100%. Which she says to him when he comes back to her. Like, she could totally tell he's high. Yeah. What a fucking moron. You reek of potty, she says. I just just want it to be done. I don't want to go on this ride with them. Oh, I don't either. Like, don't even make it a full episode please just yeah. make it like a five minute thing where he's like just strap him to a fucking table and then we'll come back and it's like ah, oh, steve's cured now guys <laughs> there you go just had to go through that withdrawal so okay the other the weird storyline here to me is valerie yeah her ex-boyfriend kelly and kelly's current boyfriend who is Valerie's ex-boyfriend? What the fuck is his say, name? I was gonna say. Yeah, it's a little. Love- those are two. Those, <laughs> those two people are one in the same <laughs> love triangle. What's his name? Uh, I can never remember his name. Jim, Tom, no. Gordon, whatever. Cliff, again. <laughs> We're just gonna call him this guy. So, Valerie is Buffalo. Is Buffalo. <laughs> Valerie is all like depressed and obsessed about this guy this episode well partially she's upset because her mom is come has come into town right for valentine's day and her and her mom both blame each other for or think the other one blames them that's what it is she thinks her mom blames her for Uh her dad's death and the mom thinks that valerie blames her for the dad's death we learn in reality they probably neither one of them blame the other one it's weird yeah we learned that their dad was abusive yeah and that Valerie is really pissed off. She's got a lot of unresolved anger issues with her mom, but she's very pissed off that her mom stood beside, you know, stood by her dad mm-hmm. and let the abuse happen. Well, and apparently Valerie owns part of the house. I think that's a really weird thing. Agreed. Like a spouse should just inherit everything right. and then dole it out to the kids as they see fit. Yeah, but, or when she dies, then the house can go to her. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Um, but instead, Valerie owns part of the house. 50%. So she, the mom wants to sell it, and Valerie needs to sign off on it. No. No, she wants to remortgage it she or take out a, a second mortgage. She wants a second mortgage because she's having cash problems. Yeah. And Valerie's like, oh, that's the reason you came here. Mm-hmm. You came here for money, you fucking whore she's like just sell the house if you need money yeah and she's like no i don't want to sell the house that's your childhood house that you grew up in and she was like yeah i ho- i wish that fucking house of horrors burns to the ground <laughs> right yeah a little dramatic um so yeah so she's very emotional but honestly why not sell the house yeah your husband committed suicide in that house and you lived there with him and your daughter, who no longer lives there. Presumably, she doesn't need it as big of a house anymore. Yeah. Because it's just her. Just sell it. Nice. Is 50% of the house not enough money for whatever she wants? I don't know. 
who knows? But most people would sell. Like most of the time, if a family member dies, people move. Especially if they commit suicide in the house. Yeah. How could you go into that bathroom ever again without thinking about that every single time? Mm-mm. Nope. No, thank Even you. Even if he is an abusive asshole. <laughs> so, okay. So, Valerie's all upset. She's in the bathroom at the Peach Pit After Dark being upset. Yeah. Kelly is there with this guy. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, by the way, I just remember yeah. that Valerie was looking at them, and Kelly looked at Valerie with this, like, ha-ha, fuck you, I got him look. Uh-huh. She's such a bitch. She really is. But in the bathroom, Valerie's like almost in tears. And she says, you know, if you if you love him, you know, that's one thing. But if you're just using him to hurt me, I do love him mm-hmm. and I need him and like all this stuff. the only man that's ever understood me. Yeah. Uh, and Kelly's like, you're being serious, aren't you? Uh, you're not lying. <laughs> and Kelly breaks up with him. Like, What? Like, this makes no sense. They're trying to make her character nice for whatever reason. I don't know. Like, I I, I don't buy it. Like, I think she's just bored. (laughs) Yeah, that, yeah, I agree. That makes sense. She's like, okay, you know what? I'm done with him anyway. Yeah, but she goes up to him and she's like, yeah, I'm not going out with you tonight. And he's like, well, what happened? I thought we had plans. And she was like, "Uh, you know what? I'm just not in love with you. And he's like... Who's talking about love? And she's like, well, Valerie is. Yeah, she, Valerie's crazy about you. She's crazy about you. She's like, I, you know, I, I like you, all right, but it's not worth all this or whatever. And he's like, what the fuck? And she goes, you know, I'm going to be honest. Uh, uh, I really did start dating you to just to piss her off, which is such a bitchy thing yeah, to do. Yeah, so mean. So mean. And he's like, oh, so you never liked me. And she's like, no, no, it wasn't like that. Like, I, I grew to like you or whatever, but... So he was like a prank that, you know, that stuck. So then he goes and, like, does all this nice shit for Valerie, which is weird to me. Like, he seemed really upset about Kelly breaking up with him. He's like, I feel broken up with. I'm upset. Right. And then the next scene, he's like, hey, Valerie, let's, you know, get together. He even says to her, he's like, yeah, she dumped me or whatever, so I'm officially single or, you know, and she's like, oh, and um, she's like, oh, I can't believe it, you know. And he's like, they start dancing or whatever, mm-hmm. and he kisses her, and she, she's like, yeah, it's been a hard day or whatever. He's like, he's like, let's not make it a, a hard night. Right, let's have a better night. Right, or whatever, yeah. I guess it should be a hard night, but <laughs> um, but yeah, let's make it a better night. So it, they're, they're going to fuck. The whole thing just seems so forced, though. It didn't seem real and good and wouldn't you feel like leftovers yes but she's weird like she has no qualms about fucking guys who don't want to have sex with her to begin with it's so fucked up yeah she's a deeply deeply broken person right (laughs) but yeah if if he just got broken up with because i asked the girl to break up with him Mm -hmm. no that's weird well you're my silver medal, right. Valerie. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Mm. And then the last storyline, the last love kerfluffle. Oh, goodness. So, Brandon and Tracy. Brandon and Tracy. 
I don't remember anything happening with them prior to the end of the show, do you? No, there's a small scene at the beginning where uh, Valerie talks about how she hates her mom or whatever, and her mom's coming to visit. And then after she leaves, Brandon and Tracy talk for a little bit, and she's like, oh, yeah, she told me her dad killed herself. He's like, oh, you guys are becoming friends, and, you know, whatever. And they talk about Valentine's Day briefly. And she was like, oh, you know, are we going to do this? Where he's like... I, I'm not getting you anything for Valentine's Day. It's our first Valentine's Day together. We'll have a nice romantic meal, you know. All the, like he's like, but you know, we're not. Gonna, it's not going to be taken too seriously or whatever. And she's like, oh, okay, you know, first Valentine's, and that's pretty that's weird. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And then they they talk a little. They they're in scenes, right? But nothing's really going on with their storyline. But at the end of the episode, they're in bed together. Yeah, they've, he, they've fucked right. for Valentine's Day. He gets up to, like, go make food or something, and he's like, hey. No, he says, I've got, I actually did get you something. Oh, that was it, okay. For Valentine's Day. Be right back. Hey, if you're cold, you can help yourself to one of my t-shirts. Weird thing to say. Very weird, because, like, she has a t-shirt on. Right. So, like... At least make it make sense. Say sweatshirt. Say right. <laughs> jacket. It could be in a jacket pocket. Yeah. But no. The cleanup rag is in this drawer, <laughs> Tracy. Clean up the spot before I get back. But, uh, yeah, she goes in his t-shirt drawer. And finds. A ring box. And opens it and reveals. The engagement ring that he tried to give to Kelly. And because the show thinks we're fucking morons. <laughs> we get that black and white flashback. Black and white flashback to, uh, what do you say? Will you marry me, Kelly? I choose me. <laughs> or whatever. Um, so he walks back. He's got champagne. That's what he got her for Valentine's Day. Two glasses. Looks like Dom Pairing Young, something like that. Nice champagne. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, the answer is yes. And he's like, huh? <laughs> and she goes, I went into the, the drawer and I found the ring. I, I assume that's why you wanted me to go in the drawer. And he's like, he just, no. he didn't even say anything. He just stares at Oh, me. yeah, you're right. He's just frozen. And I was thinking, yeah, he's like a fucking deer in headlights. And I was thinking, is he just not going to say anything? And let her believe this. Right. Or is he going to disabuse her of this? And all he does is stare. So and then she, finally she says something. Yeah, she kind of talks herself into the circle. But uh, she's like, oh my God, I'm realizing now as I'm looking at your face that this is not for me. This wasn't meant for me, was it? And he just goes, just big shake yeah. of the head. Yeah, yeah, they can't see your face. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but And I think he even says no or something like that. But. I, I think I, I think he opens his mouth to say something, but I think he just shakes his head slowly back and forth. That's so awful. And then we go to the credits. I mean, for her to be like, oh, yes, I would answer yes, and he didn't even propose. Like, And she goes, yes, I love you, Brandon. So she says, I love you again. Again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get out of this relationship. Break up with her. I mean, like, this is fucked up. She's fully committed into this thing. Yeah, she is totally head over heels in love with him. And you are, you have a foot out the door, mm-hmm. Brandon. Like, yeah, because you put really her wants... out of her misery, take her to the pile, <laughs> <Right>. throw her on. <laughs> 
He really wants Kelly, though. And I'm sure that's why she just became single and the ring just came back up because we're going to see that Absol- whole thing come back. Oh, of course. Now show us another flashback. <sighs> I don't want them together. I don't either. I don't think they do well together, Mm-mm. but I think the show wants them together. So I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, probably. But anyway, that is the episode. It is. So you can write us at latefee1994awl.com. Uh-huh. Check out our website at www.retroleatfee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.